So thank you for joining us here today on this episode. I am here today with Andy Woodhead, who joins us on the road in the Snowy Mountains. How are you, Andy? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Now, you've, you've escaped Sydney for the weekend. You've uh, hit the roads and heading, heading to the ski fields for the weekend. It must feel nice to get away. Oh, it's great. Um, it's a very beautiful day today. The skies are blue, sun's out. Um, and I'm headed to Threadbow. Um, and I've never actually skied there before. I've only skied Perisher before. And I hear it's, uh, it's got nice long runs. So uh, I'm looking forward to clipping the skis in and, and uh, yeah, carving some grooves in that snow. I think there will be a lot of people listening in who are incredibly jealous of the fact that you've managed to escape from your city, um, especially <laughs> yeah. those in Melbourne who are in the midst of a second lockdown. Yeah, I can imo- only imagine how hard that is as well, having been through what we've been through collectively as a society and then uh, seeming, to, seeming to make progress and then having to go back down to lockdown it's a bit of a shame um thoughts with those guys for sure yeah it really is we i i don't think we truly appreciate how important it is to get out to um connect with the outdoors um to have some sense of you know some some sunshine some um fresh air and a little bit of exercise and how important that is for our mental health. Yeah, it's massive. Um, I, I think that's another thing that's been hard about lockdown, actually, like gyms closing and people not being able to get out outside enough. Um, so I feel super lucky to be able to be in that position again where I can go to the gym and can go for a weekend away. Um, I don't know how long that will last. I assume the guys in Sydney might have to lock us down again as well. So changing daily i think yeah it's starting to feel that way again in sydney with the the number of cases just sort of creeping upwards in sydney it's starting to feel like we might um we might find ourselves in in a restricted circumstance again soon i know like one of the things that i was concerned about early on um was the impact that being isolated and being indoors has on people's mental well-being. Yeah, I guess I think the thing is, it's just a completely uh, different experience to what everyone's used to. Really, mm. we're a, a social um, being, and we want to be in a community. We want to be working with each other, um, testing our brains, exercising, socialising, all that good stuff that comes with it, and it's. It certainly took me quite a while to adapt to that mm. change. Um, I definitely found getting into a routine quite useful and was pretty disciplined in making sure I did a walk around the block when I could do. Yeah. Now, your new company that you're working with, Batia, specialises in mental health. What is it that the service does? So Batia is a, a young person's preventative mental health organisation. Mm-hmm. Um, we are um, set up by young people, driven by young people, um, for young people. Um, and we basically um, go into schools, universities, and more recently workplaces and run facilitated workshops. Okay. Um, so that involves um, members of our team going to the school and then we take with us um, 
young people with lived experience of mental ill health um, and they who have gone through a, a, a training program to get to where they've got to um, mm-hmm. through working with our storytelling expert. Um, and then they tell their story to the school. Um, and there's a couple of uh, primary objectives from that. One is uh, to increase help-seeking behavior. Yeah. Um, and the other is to smash the stigma. So ensure young people are more comfortable to um, talk about mental health. Um, and a stat that we use is that we believe that in a classroom of 30 young people, that there'll be at least seven young people with uh, mental health challenges, but only two wow. people will speak out and seek help. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so we've... Um, we are operating in New South Wales, uh, Victoria, um, and up in Queensland. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a team of about 50 of us. Um, and uh, we've, we've definitely had to change our approach with COVID happening because we were pretty yeah. much a face-to-face offering. Yeah. So we're now doing like online webinars and, okay. and things that you're probably familiar with. Yeah. So what kind of, like how, how young are the people that you're dealing with? Um, so we go as young as um, 15 um, okay. and pretty much go to 30. Okay. Um, that's kind of our sweet spot, if you will, but it kind of bleeds into younger than that and slightly older than that. Mm. Um, but that's predominantly our target market. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. How... It's a great organization to live, uh, to work for. I have oh, to say, I, I feel super lucky. Yeah. And what, sort of I mean, you, you talk about the adjustments that you've had to make shifting things online how like are you able to have the same kind of interactions with um the students via the online um workshops and via the sort of virtual workshops as you are in person what's it like sort of establishing rapport for example in in that circumstance yeah, so I'm, I'm not necessarily a facilitator or um, a person that necessarily hits the streets, but mm-hmm. from what I understand, um, it has had quite a few challenges. Um, but the team are great at adapting. Um, and I think we, because we've had no choice, but to like refine the process that uh, we follow and learn to facilitate groups and work slightly differently with, with teachers. Mm-hmm. You obviously miss the body language cues and... Um, sometimes people may talk over one another and it not be, might not be as clear as when to speak and when not to. Yeah. Um, and there's new, like in the face-to-face programs, we've got a lot of sort of um, fun activities in between, which including like writing down words that you associate with mental health and then screwing them up as a, a post-it note and throwing them back and forth. So we've had yep. to adapt our icebreakers and things like that, but um, we're still doing pretty well. I think we're getting out there um, and, and connecting with a good number of students and young people. Yeah. Um, so that's we're definitely great. managing to have an impact. Yeah, that's great. And what is, what are you looking for in terms of success? Um, well, those two main objectives are the one thing really. So um, we, we survey our young people at the end of um, our sessions and we, we ask them whether they're um, um, now more comfortable talking about mental health um, mm-hmm. and, and checking whether they're more comfortable to um, seek help and mm-hmm. um, whether that be um, close to home with friends or family yeah. or beyond that, whether it's to more professional type help to doctors, psychologists and, and so forth. Yep. Um, and there are a few things that people generally don't necessarily know about the system in Australia, mm-hmm. such as um, you can, if you go to your GP, you can be referred to a psychologist and get 
10 mental health sessions um, uh, covered by Medicare. Yeah. Um, so at no cost. And that's something that I don't think is commonly known. So okay. uh, I think that's a really, uh, well, I think it's a great thing that, that exists in Australia and credit yeah. to the, the government and the, uh, the people that allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. So the, those, those two goals then, so reduce the, stigma associated with mental health issues particularly amongst young people and then yeah. those help seeking behaviors do you are, are you working with any particular um not-for-profit groups um to direct people towards yeah so um we certainly are um mm-hmm. we we are definitely at the start of a, a journey if you like um sort of early intervention and prevention stage mm-hmm. um so we're not at the other end being uh, more like a crisis support service like Lifeline. Sure. Yep. So we've got really strong relationships with the likes of Headspace. Um, Reach Out is a really good online tool. Who yep. Heaps of good articles and, and tips that can help young people. Um, and the project I'm actually working on is about amplifying the voices of young people um, okay. through digital. Okay. So um, we're, we're building a mobile phone app um, at the moment. Um, yep. And the vision there is to to, to encourage young people to keep having that voice, um, making them feel empowered to, to speak up and, and tell the world how, um, how they fit in it and how they see it and really giving them a platform to communicate. Because right. I think um, young people's uh, messages can get lost. Um, and then that has a knock-on impact as well, right? So like we can't provide, as a country and as a community, we can't provide the best service that we uh, uh, can without, without knowing from the people that are using it, what that's like. Yeah. So that's kind of one of the core objectives of what, what we're doing. Hmm. Have, um, you, have you found that you're able now, now that you've shifted um, at least part of what you're doing into that online model and that, um, you know, the, through the use of video tools, have you sort of found that you're now able to reach outside Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, um, are you able to connect more readily out into regional and rural parts of the yeah, country? Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's great. I think, I think with anything, it's like a work in progress, but um, we're, we're learning heaps from this experience that we're going through. Um, yep. And we certainly are trying to uh, push hard to include young people that live in rural and regional areas because we know how difficult it can be for them. Yeah. Um, so that is a, an area of focus for us, definitely. Mm. Um, and uh, our objective with the product I'm um, working on is to try and reach 1 million young people by 2022. So at the, moment, at the moment, we've, we're uh, over 200,000 young people that we've um, reached out to and spoken to. Um, and we've got about um, all up, that's from the beginning of time, about 1,000 young people who... Uh, we've trained to be speakers to go in wow. and tell their story yeah. um, and it really helps because young people can re- relate to those people and the story's crafted in a in yeah. a positive way and it's got messages of hope and resilience mm. and there's a lot of good things that can come from a bad experience um, and we really try to bring that to the surface yeah. in what we do. That's great. I know I'm, I, I did um, uh, an activity with Headspace earlier in the year um, and some of the information that they were sharing as part of that was um, quite eye-opening in terms of the impact that mental ill health has on young people in Australia 
um, the like the the impact that it has and the the disproportionate impact that it has in rural communities, the disproportionate impact that it has on our First Nations people um, or on First Nations people in Australia. Um, like what you're doing by helping those groups is is really wonderful. Yeah, thank you. We're trying our best, um, and we'll keep trying um, and keep trying to achieve greater reach and have positive impact on on the young people of Australia because they're the future, right? Yeah, that's wonderful. And at UX Australia, which is only in sort of four or five weeks, we'll be hearing about the approach that you've been taking to design these services. Is that right? Um, so I've uh, written a book about my own experience of anxiety and depression. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm going to talk about that book and how I came to produce that book, um, what the learnings were. I was fortunate enough to uh, speak with all sorts of different people about, about it at different points in time. I tried to find the, um, to go through the mental health journey that I took in Australia um, yeah. from the very first start being talking to my company, then mm -hmm. talking to uh, a doctor, then being referred to a psychologist and, and then on to a, a psychiatrist and um, yeah, it's, it's been quite a journey um, with its highs and lows, but um, yeah. I've tried to produce a product uh, and a book that can offer hope and help and it's really simple to consume. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to attend UX Australia and, and um, share my experience. That's wonderful. And we're excited to have you. I will, I will leave you now to continue on your journey and um, hit the slopes. Hopefully you, uh, the uh, sun stays there with you and you uh, have a lovely weekend. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been good to speak to you, Steve. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Take care. All the best.